You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the QB Power Hour. Uh, This actually today is uh, June 27th. Uh, the screen up on the uh, the slide up on the screen is actually the wrong slide, uh, but uh, we're actually talking about using videos uh, to promote your business today. Uh, today I'm here to uh, dance along with uh, with Michelle Long. Uh, she's coming back in, and and hopefully we'll get our our technical issues uh, taken care of here today. Uh, so as you know, Michelle Long is is the host of, of this show. She's a CPA and the owner of Long for Success. She's an international speaker for Intuit, as well as uh, part of the Trainer Writer Network. Uh, she travels a lot. Um, we just um, she was actually she was just mentioning that she spent about twelve or tw- you know, almost like two weeks, two two full weeks out on the road. And since she just got her foot uh, operated on. Uh, that that that's a lot of walking around, and and she really did a great job of getting around. Um, she is the author of five books, uh, the co-host of of QB Power Hour, and uh, you know manages the Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups, uh, all designed to to keep keep us all uh, on our toes with uh, with keeping up to date with uh, what's with what's going on at, in the in the accounting world. Um, I myself, and my name is Dan DeLong. I own uh, Dan with a former displaced Intuit uh, support, technical support uh, professional. Um, worked at Intuit for about 18 years in the, most of that in the accounting space. Um, and uh, just out on my own now and uh, just recently technically edited the fifth edition of QBO for Dummies. And so today the update on the the QB Power Hour, the webinar is obviously going to still remain as QB Power Hour. We do, we did change the uh, Facebook group uh, to the QB Power Users Community, and uh, Hector and Michelle are going to be sharing that because they they liked uh, the, the engagement there. Uh, topics that we'll cover during our QB Power Hour is QuickBooks tips. Um, whoops, sorry, went backwards. <laughs> what's new, troubleshooting. Um, we'll also include some things about marketing, pricing, and that's like what we're talking about today about videos and um, you know how you can use videos to, to market your practice. Um, and then just topics to help accounting professionals succeed in their business. Um, the PDF of the slides uh, should be available in that uh, tiny URL. It is case sensitive, so um, if you're trying to type it in, just bear in mind that the that the URL is, is actually case sensitive, but um, Michelle has made all of the handouts available for all of the webinars in one place. So as long as you have that uh, URL, then you're gonna be able to um, <clears throat> access all of the handouts from prior ones. We are uh, working on getting all of the recordings up on Michelle's uh, YouTube channel as well. Uh, so if you, um, if you can go subscribe to, to Michelle, um, all of the previous and historical webinars will be will be available there as well. Uh, so upcoming webinars, <clears throat> the webinars is um, of course every um, every other Thursday, 12 Eastern. Uh, we're still working on uh, our schedule, so we are kind of, as you can see, flying a little bit uh, by the seat of our pants. I'm actually in Mexico today. Um, my wife and I celebrated our 24th wedding anniversary uh, this week, and uh, so we took a little vacation to kind of celebrate that, uh, but we also wanted to be a part of the QB Power Hour as well. And um, Hector's, uh, he's having an advanced um, webinar. It's the third Thursday of the month. Uh, his is a, a paid, um, uh, paid, paid, uh, paid subscription. You can Go to the link there and, and sign up for those if you like. And there is the QBVCon and Roadshow. Um, Michelle, of course, is doing a lot of live training um, in various cities with the QuickBooks certification and recertification. 
Um, and you can also go to qbtraininggevents.com to see those upcoming uh, upcoming events. Um, so, Michelle, have you made it back yet? No, she's not yet. Okay. So our agenda hey, today. Yes. I, I am on, but I'm not okay. logged back in yet. Um, so I will be there shortly. So if you can go ahead. I, I can hear you, though, so I can jump in and comment as well. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm on the agenda slide. So we're going to talk about understanding the power of videos and YouTube today. Um, identify possible topics for videos, uh, which are enhancing your brand, generating leads and referrals, and discovering how really, really easy it is. I mean, a lot of times we get a lot, uh, we get analysis paralysis where we kind of think, oh, it's in, it needs to be perfect. And as accounting professionals, you know, we want to make sure our our T, you know, our debits equal our credits as far as anything that we do, not just uh, not just in accounting, but uh, but also you know any project that you go and try to take on, uh, you want to make sure it's it's uh, perfect before you get started, and then that kind of leads you not being able to do it, taking any action at all. But it is pretty super easy to create and upload videos, and identify ways to promote and share those videos to attract views. Uh, so we have some interesting insights on uh, social media. Uh, there is a YouTube video that we'll, um, we, we were originally intending to, to show it during the, the, the webinar today, but uh, we'll just provide the link here, and you can certainly uh, watch that on your, on your own, own time. Um, any insights that, um, Michelle, that you want to refer to? I, I did go to the advanced to the next slide about okay, the video yeah. trends. Thank you. Yeah, Dan, and um, what I wanted to share here, I want you guys can read through a lot of these because there's a whole bunch of them. We just wanted to, I just wanted to point out a couple of big things to you guys. 81% of the businesses now are using video as a marketing tool, and as you know, YouTube's the second most popular website. 59% of the executives would rather watch a video than read text, and viewers retain 95% of a message when they watch it in a video compared to just 10% when they're reading it. So there's definitely reasons why we want to start using uh, videos. Um, so Dan, I'm back in business here. So I'm going to go ahead and take the All right. uh, screen back, if that's OK. Um, that way I don't have to keep saying next to get you to advance the screen. Okay. Um, OK. So we are back in business, and of course, it goes to my second monitor instead of my primary monitor. <laughs> so let me drag and drop PowerPoint. But I think you guys all know that it's really critical um, to be using these businesses nowadays. And as I indicated, um, there's there's more and more people that are using the videos, and they're more and more impactful for business. 65% of people are turning to YouTube to help them solve a problem. I think once before I showed you all, if you Google fix undeposited funds in QuickBooks, my video is usually like the second one that's listed at the top of the Google search results. And if you scroll down on the first page of the search results, you can find a blog post about that video. So using videos can help you to get on page one of your search results um, for Google. So it is a great way to do that. Here's a lot more statistics about why it's important to have a video on your website, in your newsletters, things like that. So again, you guys can read through some of these things. And then on the very last slide I have here, you can see there's details right here, this all stats from. There's the link where you can get all of these stats as well as more. And these are some information to help you when you're creating a video. And I think this is really important that videos under two minutes get the most engagement. You're going to lose a third of your viewers after 30 seconds, 45% of your viewers after a minute, and 60% by two minutes. You've got to get their attention up front and tell them what's coming, what's in it for them, and why they should watch and, and really get that their attention. In that video that we skipped um, a little bit earlier on Social Media Revolution, if you watch that video, and I encourage you to, you will see humans have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. So we've got to get their attention quickly, <laughs> and we've got to keep their attention. Now, with our QB Power Hour videos, they are an hour long. But if you're doing some other videos that we're going to be talking about, you might consider doing shorter videos and breaking it up into a series and, and doing a, um, a series of videos instead of one big long video. That's something that you might want to consider. Yeah, Michelle? Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, I do a lot of work with, with websites now. And um, one of the things that, uh, that they were talking about is that uh, Google uh, has, has a, an analytic called a bounce rate, which is, you know, when you, um, when you visit a website, if you don't stay longer than 30 seconds on that website, uh, they consider that a high bounce rate. So like you show up, you I'm not very engaged and then I leave. And a video is a great way to increase that engagement on your on your homepage or whatever your landing page happens to be, especially if it's longer than 30 seconds, because they watch, you know, for 30 seconds that now is they've engaged with the website for for longer than that. And that's going to increase your organic listing and your relevance for, for Google because you're you're increasing that uh, that engagement on your website. So videos are a great way right. to do that. Very great comments. Thank you. And I am going to go ahead and turn the webcam off because I know it's way too bright in here. My webcam was okay sometimes, and then it was getting way too bright, so I don't know what's going on. So I'm just going to go ahead and shut my webcam off. Um, but let's go ahead and move on and talk about considerations for choosing topics. When you're choosing topics for videos, you want to make sure that you are always enhancing your brand. You want to do things that will help improve your reputation as an expert, as you know, great firm and all that stuff. So we always want to enhance our brand. You want to work on demonstrating your knowledge and expertise, whether it's in QuickBooks or tax planning um, or cash flow, you know, budgeting, forecasting, you know, whatever it is that you're wanting to demonstrate your knowledge on. Perhaps it's industry specialization, your experience. Always remember your video should equal your brand image, right? You want to put out good quality videos that fit with your brand image, your logo, and all that stuff. Now, when we're talking about video formats and possible topics, this is where you can think about, well, how do I demonstrate my expertise? How do I demonstrate that I'm an expert? You could do how-to videos on QuickBooks. And here's a tip. Don't reveal everything in your video. So, for example, let's say you're showing them how to fix it when a, a customer payment was applied to the wrong customer. So you might show them how to fix that. But as you know, if that payment's already been deposited, you can't fix it. There's more steps involved to fix it and to keep the deposit from messing up your bank rec. So you may not want to show that. So they can watch the video and then they say, well, gosh, you know, this helped, but it doesn't work for me because the deposit's already made. Can you help me fix it? You know, so don't, don't tell them everything. You might give away enough information that can help them but yet you hold a little bit back, so hopefully they contact you for additional help. You can do videos on updates to QuickBooks. That's coming out like every four to six weeks, tips and tricks. You may want to, let's say you want to demonstrate your experience and things like that. Instead of doing a how-to video like with QuickBooks, you may want to do a discussion or an interview format. You might want to have a discussion like, let's say Dan and I were tax experts, which I don't think either one of us are. You know, you might want to nope. do something about <laughs> You know, Dan and I talking about the latest update in taxes, what that means for small businesses, what kind of planning they could do. Maybe you want to talk about small business tips for cash flow management. Maybe you've done something with a client. Let's say the client was a total mess and a disaster, and you came in and helped implement some apps with them. You might want to do a case study in that format. You might want to do in a discussion or an interview format, or you might want to interview some of your clients and have client testimonials. So everything doesn't have to be a how-to video in QuickBooks. So I wanted to give you ideas of different possible topics. When you're recording videos, you want to make sure you have a good mic and headset, and you don't want to pop your peas. <laughs> I know you're saying, what do you mean, pop my peas? Well, several years back, I don't know, five to ten years ago, I actually flew to Tampa every year. They walked me in a padded room with soundproofing and all this, and I was recording QuickBooks videos that they turned into a a training course that they sold, and if the if your microphone is below your lips, it actually when you say like please pass, you know whatever when you say things with a P, the way you do a puff of air to make the P, it, it pops your P's and it comes across on the recording. So the trick to that is just move your your microphone a little above your lips so that you're not popping your P's. 
You can use a microphone that plugs in via USB. You could use a camera with a mic, a phone, lavalier. You can actually buy microphone stands and packages that includes a microphone and a stand and get all fancy. Also consider your background, your appearance, your lighting, like mine's really bad today and I don't have time to fix it for you all. The good news is I'm back in my office for the first time since foot surgery, which was three months ago. Um, so anyway, and as you can see in that picture there, that is not a best practice. But when I was working from my kitchen table after surgery, my webcam was too low. So that's how I improvised and put some encyclopedias under there to raise the height of that webcam so that it was a better um, better, you know, better image. Um, so sometimes you, you do, do want to keep those things in mind. Also, always consider your background and your appearance. Um, and you want to have good lighting on your face, which obviously I do not today. I'm part, I apologize for that. You might want to consider using a green screen or a logo backdrop backdrop and you can get light and sound kits that aren't overly expensive. Um, so that's something to think about. Um, also, when you're recording a video, you want to be very careful logging in. One time I was doing a QB Power Hour and I was demonstrating the mobile app for QuickBooks. And when I did that, um, it showed my password as I was typing in each letter to log in on my iPhone. And so I had to go back and, and Hector helped me edit that out so people could not see my password. And I did not catch that. So pay attention to that. Also pay attention to the background. Kids and pets, oh my gosh, there are a lot of problems when you're trying to do videos. So you want to make sure that you have the kids and pets out of, uh, out of the way. Whoops, I was trying to copy that. Make sure you have the kids and pets out of the way so that they aren't in the background um, and, and showing up. And there's a video. I would love for you to watch that after this recording. You probably saw it, but it's so funny. You'll want to see it again. This gentleman is doing an interview, I think, for like BBC Network or something like that. And his kids come strolling in through the door and the mom comes running in to grab him and drag him out of there and he tries to keep his composure and just keep going and be professional about it but the lesson learned there he should have locked the door all right so lock the door if you can to keep people out that you don't want out also be aware of street noise outside noise things like that anything that you have on your desks or your shelves or your walls or a computer screen you know if you're doing an interview format and your computer is in the background you don't want um something on your computer that people could zoom into and pause and see what's on your computer. So you always have to be very careful of every little thing that's going on in the background. I recommend doing test recordings to double check some things. And um, as far as background noise, um, you know, I, I was doing an interview with Intuit last year at QuickBooks Connect, and every time a bus or, bus or a truck would go by on the street because we were on the front of the hotel, we would have to stop and start over because that noise would come through. So be aware of that. Um, you, you don't want that happening. Um, and somebody says, what is an encyclopedia? I love that. <laughs> so the encyclopedias, I actually bought on a garage sale a whole box of them, a whole set for like 5 or $10 just to decorate. Um, so I put them on my shelves and use them to, to elevate my laptop when I need to. <laughs> anyway, I went ahead and launched a poll question. What is your target market? And the reason we have that tar target market question is when you're creating your videos, you want to think about who is my target market? Which clients am I trying to attract? Especially if it's for a certain industry, um, things like that. Um, you'll want to kind of think about what's your target market when you're creating your videos so that you're going after those. Um, and then uh, somebody is saying YouTube has banned some people time to time without telling a person why it blocked them and it has ha happened to Hector a couple of times. And somebody says a person never knows what to do to avoid having YouTube banning you. Any suggestions? You know, that's a really good question. I think it is a concern, and yes, Hector was banned a couple of times for no apparent reason. I mean, QuickBooks is not controversial and I don't think it's offensive unless it's to a competitor. But, yes, that has happened. There is something out there called Vimeo. Um, it's not as widely used as YouTube. Um, so I would continue using YouTube, but Vimeo could be an alternative there. And people are typing in their focus, and some of you are veteran-owned business, service providers, professional services, firefighters and fire-related businesses, construction trades, um, 
And somebody says, do you have to show your face on video or can you use a slide presentation and voice? You don't have to use a video or a webcam, but people like it because they like to see who they're talking with and that helps them get to know you and that's how you get referrals is when they get to know, like, and trust you to generate some of, the, some of those referrals. All right, I'm going to go ahead and close that poll. Thank you for ask, answering. And 35% of you said you're not sure what your target market is. 27% have an industry, 34% take all, all clients. So for 35, almost 70% of you, you're either not sure or you don't have a target market. I would encourage you to try to focus. Um, go through your client list and pick a focus and try to start you know, concentrating on them because that's how you can create yourself as an expert in a particular industry. Um, so that's something that, you know, you might want to think about. And I think, and the, Dan, we did that one earlier. I don't know if it was like March or April. It must have been April or May. We did one on um, creating, you know, your social media presence. And I think in that one, we talked about your target market and who you're trying to reach. So you might want to go back and watch that video a little bit later. Um, Dan, do you have anything to comment yeah, and, and, on before even, we get in? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you have, uh, even if you have, you take a look at all your, you know, most of your clients and, and find a, a specific workflow, that um, and that's a great place to start too, because if it's always a uh, you're always struggling with uh, with with the opening balance, for example, in in uh, in, in, in when you're reconciling, um, you know, those types of things that are fundamental across all of your clients. Uh, that's a great place to start too. Yes, that's a very good point. Okay, so now I wanted to go through some of the preliminary stuff really fast so we could get into the details here. So when we're into the details, let's talk about how do I record these videos. And you have several different options. I've listed the ones that I'm familiar with. So first of all, we have Snagit. And Snagit is super easy to get started. Do you see this little half red circle up in the upper corner on my um, screen here? This is Snagit. I went ahead and got Snagit going, and I'm going to click on this so that I can tell it that I want to record a video, and it wants to know what am I recording. I'm going to choose a window, and when I'm ready to record then, you can click here to capture the video. When I click to record, and of course it's going to my second monitor. There, now I have it on my main monitor. I can choose what I want to record, and now Unfortunately, you all aren't seeing this, but what popped up is it says ready to record, and it's giving me in the bottom right corner a little um, toolbar where when I hit the red button to record, it's going to count down, and let's just see if I can do this. Maybe this will work for it. Let me, uh, yeah, let me uh, escape. We're, we're seeing that. Oh, you we're did see that, the so toolbar? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, okay. I was not, I, I couldn't see the t toolbar on the audience view. So watch when I click record. And here you can check like your, your mic and the audio and stuff like that. But when I click record, it counts me down. Three, two, one. And now it's recording everything I do on the screen. I could toggle to go into different things if I wanted to. Um, you know, so you could go from a slide and go into QuickBooks, record, you know, to get what you want. Then when you're done, you simply hit the F2 key. Uh, F10, I'm sorry, F10 key. When you get done, you hit F10 to stop that recording, and then you'll see here's the sample of this recording. I can click to play it back. Oh, I hate hearing my voice. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see how simple that is to do a, a video and record a video. And then from here, look what I can do on the toolbar up on this upper top um, of the, the menu bar up here, see where it says YouTube? If I'm happy with that video, I could upload it directly to YouTube from here without doing any editing or anything like that. So the Snagit tool is only like $50. It is super, super, super easy. I have never done any editing with it here, um, so I'm not sure if you can do editing with YouTube or with um, Snagit. If you can, it would be very limited YouTube. And I will warn you, if you want to do a quick video, like let's say you want to do a two or three minute video, if you're like me before I learned to edit, you would spend an hour because you're, you're like, oh, I messed up, I have to start all over. Oh, I messed up, I got to start over. 
So your two or three minute video can take an hour or more to do until you learn how to do a little bit of editing. And that's where Snagit doesn't really help much. That's where we want to move to something like Camtasia. Somebody says $50 per month per video per year. You buy Snagit for $50 and you can use it as long as you want to. You can create screenshots and uh, put mark up the screenshots and put things on that. Like when you see our, our training, like for certification and stuff, you'll see we often draw a red box around something to highlight it or, or call it out. You can do all that with Snagit as well as creating the videos. Um, so it's $50. You buy it. It's a one-time deal. Um, and then we can get into Camtasia. Camtasia is about $250, and they do have Camtasia for um, uh, Mac users as well. But I know a lot of Mac users use, um, I can't remember, Photoshop, or what do Mac users use a lot, Dan? Do you know? I'm Either iMovie or Final Cut. There you go. Final That's Cut right, Pro Final Cut Pro. Up. Okay. So this is Camtasia, though, and, and it's something that I think is pretty easy. It's more complex than Snagit was. But in here, you can click to record the screen. And with Camtasia, let me pull it over to the right monitor, you can see now we have a, a more, more specific and more details on how we want to capture the video. Do we want to do full screen? Do we want to do a custom setting? You know, like you know, what, what widescreen do you want? A lot of times it's recommended that you do 1280 by 720. And the reason that's recommended is because people are watching these on their teeny tiny, you know, screens on their phones. Maybe they're watching it on the iPad as opposed to on their computer, which with your computer and your monitors, you can have these great, super big, high def um, things that look wonderful. But when you shrink it down to a mobile device, it's, it's fuzzy and it's not as clear and it's not as good. Um, so you might keep that in mind. So I usually choose 720 for what I want to capture. I'm going to select the screen that I want to record. Now, when I did this, it took my toolbar off. So I'm going to make it small again because it moved the toolbar to the second monitor. You can turn your webcam on. And so once you turn your webcam on, then it also will allow you, after you do the recording, you can choose how big do you want the webcam to be. I usually make it small when I do use it. I'm trying to get more used to it. Um, you can choose where you want the webcam to be, left, right, top, middle, you know, whatever corner or wherever you want that to be. So you can choose what you want to do with your webcam. And one of the things that I learned, because I have not been comfortable with the webcam, I've learned to move the computer back. You know, so like, you know, I'm sitting here at my desk and I've got a keyboard separate from my laptop, so I have it moved back so that the webcam is not right in my face because I really hate that. Um, I think it shows every little bump or wrinkle or whatever. So I like to move the webcam back. Also, you saw that picture I showed you earlier of what not to do, right? Being at a, a table, you know, I improvised to make it as good as it possibly could be. But um, the, the problem I had was when the, the laptop was on the table, I was then looking down at it, so on the recording, it looked like my eyes were closed all the time. That's why I raised that webcam to be at eye level, so that's something that you want to keep in mind as well when you're doing these things. Um, you want to turn your audio on or off, and you can choose. I don't recommend using the internal microphone from your computer. You can get, like I mentioned a while ago, you can get a headset um, that's got the microphone on it for relatively inexpensive. Like you can get them for $25 up. So you, you, know, you can spend hundreds of dollars on a microphone if you want. But I found that when you're just getting started, you want to keep things simple. As you get into it more, then you might want to upgrade your equipment and things like that. But to get started, I do recommend using um, a headset. All right, and right now I don't have one plugged into the computer. That's why it's just giving me the option for the internal microphone. And then here you can see when you're talking, you see this green bar? It's going to show you how your sound is coming across. Um, you want to try to have it like midway through um, to kind of have a good sound level. Dean, you do a lot more recording than I do. Do you want to add any comments about some of this? Because we, we, we could get into all this detail on capturing and effective yeah. tools. I'm just trying to stick to some of the basic best practices for people when they're getting started. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, you can certainly get lost in the weeds with all the different options that are out there. Yeah. Uh, somebody was talking about, um, you know, animated explainer videos. Um, yeah, I've been looking at that too. Um, the thing about explainer videos is that you really can't demonstrate something um, on an explainer video. So if you, if it, it just involves a little bit more, more uh, planning ahead of time, you know, what is it you're going to, you know, having, having in those explainer videos, but they're, that would be great for, um, you know, for having, uh, you know, evergreen content, something that's not going to change um, over time. And, and since we deal a lot with technology and, and change is pretty much the constant, um, you know, <laughs> you otherwise you're going right. to find those things, those, those little tidbits of things that, that have changed and then redo your video, which will then, now you're spending all your time re-recording -re your videos. Um, yes. So, yeah, and, the... And the, the Planning is, is important too, as, as far as kind of laying things out ahead of time rather than just kind of going off the, off the cuff. Yes, and I always do that too, Dan. I, always, I don't like to be scripted because it comes off as scripted, and then if you mess it up a little bit, then you get all rattled. What I like to do is I like to have bullet points, and yes, I like to plan out what I'm going to say and have all these little bullet points, so I, I then make sure I don't forget anything. It's in the order that I want it to be in, but I personally don't like it scripted. I know some of the other trainers that when, we're doing, when we do recordings and videos, some of them like to have it scripted, and then they just read from the script, and that, that's not the way I like to do it. So you have to find what works for you. And one of the things about having someone doing an animated explainer video, you know, the thing of getting clients and getting referrals is people have to know, like, and trust you before they will contact you or make a referral for you. And if you have an animated type of video, they're not getting that from you. They're not seeing you so or, or hearing your voice. And so I really do think it is important that it's your voice and hopefully your image in the webcam. And um, it's in the thing, and I, this is awkward because, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging or anything, but the thing that sticks out to me is how many times I've gone to conferences or various places where people are like, oh my God, I know you, I watch your videos, and I haven't been using my webcams, but they've heard my voice, and so they feel like they know me, and it's, it's amazing how these videos really get a lot of publicity. I actually went to my, um, my sister-in-law's son's wife's parents. <laughs> Uh, a New Year's Eve party one year when we were out in Colorado for um, the holidays and I went to these people's house, somebody that I didn't know, they were kind of far removed from me and their friends, one of the ladies when we were introduced, you know, she's like, are you Michelle Wong? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I watch your videos. <laughs> so, I mean, it's amazing how that does work. And that's not going to happen if it's not your voice and it's not your image. So that's kind of my two cents about that. Um, but let's go ahead and let's show you here now how to make this video. We, we've got several more things to talk about and help you out with. So um, so I'm going to go ahead and click record on Snagit or on text, uh, um, Camtasia. It gives you the same countdown. It's going to start recording in three, two, one. What I really like is watching the duration here. You know, especially like if I'm supposed to be doing something that's a one-hour session or if I want to keep it to three minutes or five minutes or whatever, I've got my time clock there that I can watch while I'm doing it. So again, it will record your screen as well as your webcam. So whatever you're doing on the screen, again, if you toggle into something, it will um, capture whatever it is you're doing. Whoops, and now I'm back into Camtasia. It will capture whatever it is you're doing. When you get all done, you can hit the stop on the toolbar, or again, you can hit that F10 key, and it will stop that video for you. Then you, oh, I don't like hearing myself. I need to mute my, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mute my um, thing. So you can hear it right away. You can see, here's the, the, the um, webcam down in the bottom right corner. So this allows me to preview it. I can't tell you how many times I click delete before I click save because I don't like it and I want to do it over or whatever else. But that's where, you know, you can do a test video. I can see in that webcam my lighting is bad. Um, so, you know, I would want to fix that before I actually did it and stuff. So you want to pay attention to that. If you're like, okay, this is good. I want to save this video. Then you can click save and edit. 
you get it a name like test for QBPH, test for QuickBooks Power Hour. You can save that, and then it's also going to open it up in Camtasia. And here's where you can do some editing and things like that. So you'll see it's broken into three, three different tracks down here. We've got one for the sound, one for the image, and one for the webcam. All right, so you've got the three different ones down there. Now, um, so here's the screen. So, you know, unfortunately, the, the slides that I sent to Dan, I apologize, Dan, I had forgotten to upload or update the title slide. So I fixed that. Well, after this is done and when we get the recording, we can actually go in and edit the image at the very beginning of the webinar to correct and put the right image in there. One time when I forgot to screen share, Dan went back for me and did the editing to put the slides in there that I was talking to that the people couldn't see. So you can go back in and do some fixing of things. You can um, cut things. You can slice and dice. You can split it. So if you make a mistake, you can cut out what you said wrong, re-record that section, then split down in here and insert where you needed to. There's, there's lots of training that's available on using Camtasia. It's a lot more powerful. Um, and when you get done, you can produce that video. One thing I will share for you is when you go to produce your video, there's different options down here. Do you want to do it at an MP4 only? or an MP4 of the smart player. I always recommend you produce it in 720 because 1080, 720, a five-minute video can take an hour to, to produce. Do you want to include the smart player, though? And the reason you would want a smart player is if, let's say this is a how-to or what's new with QuickBooks, and you want to send this to your clients or share it with your clients, I would include the smart player so that when they have it, it will automatically start playing for them. They don't have to worry about you know, how do I open or have this play on my computer, you can include that smart player with it. Or if you're uploading to YouTube, you may choose to do the MP4 only. Okay, so we could spend hours talking about Camtasia, but that's not the goal. I just wanted to show you, you don't have to be a graphics expert to use some of this and do some of this. I am an accountant like you all. I'm not a graphics expert or a video expert. This is something that you can do, and it doesn't have to be really, really hard. You can really get into it like Seth and Hector and things like that where, you know, they're doing lots of videos. They do lots of different things with it, so you can get more advanced. And I just mentioned the two tools that are that I'm familiar with. There are lots of them available, though. If you just Google video screen capture, things like that, um, you, you know, you can do that. You also could record something with your iPhone and bring that into Camtasia to do some editing over there as well. Um, Dan, what would yeah, you like to add? Oh, I, I actually, my, my major in college was, was TV and radio production. Um, and I, um, I learned on the old equipment and, uh, we had taken a trip to Italy and I was editing my, um, my travel video on, on my iPhone. And I was just sitting there in the laundromat, like, wow, just amazed how, how things had progressed. Uh, there are just so many things out there, um, how technology has, has kind of taken an you know, taking that into into account. I mean, the things that we're talking about today, um, you know, five, four, four months from now are probably not gonna, are going to be outdated. Um, so the the things that you can do these days w with video and and again, it's you know the thing that I I would recommend is just don't don't overthink it. Find something that works for you. Um, you know, and just and just go with that. And things are going to evolve as you as you create create more content. The the most important thing is just just getting it started, getting your feet wet, you know, create something, you know, yeah, if you don't like it, it's it with something like uh, Camtasia or or an editing software, you can make the uh, make it better. And um, you know, the biggest challenge or the thing about it is is capturing something that that's a pretty good quality, you know, so the, the things that you talked about with with audio um, are, are real important. My son watches either six-second videos or six-hour videos on YouTube. I don't know how he can extend, you know, watch videos that that long. But the thing that really gets me about it is the audio. Uh, most of them are like video games, that, uh, gaming videos that he watches, and the people that yell into the um, 
into the into the microphone and you can hear it just you know the, the audio levels are just blasted out uh, it just really gets gets me because I'm an auditor learner I'm an audit I listen you know I, I learn by listening and um, and just any anytime the audio goes crazy I, I it just uh, it's like nails on the chalkboard you know <laughs> right. so you yeah. know the things about having a good having a good microphone um, and good audio it doesn't have to be perfect you know here I am you know with a headset on and and, and that sort of thing um, you know it doesn't have to be like super high quality you know soundproof booth <laughs> but right, um, right. but just something and something that creates a good base and speaking of a soundproof booth, you know, in my office, I do need to get some stuff in here to help because it's a little echoey because I have a hardwood floor and no carpeting. And so you can buy soundproof stuff or noise deadening things. You can buy things that you can actually like put up on the walls that help um, so that you don't have that echo and that hard sound and stuff. So you can buy some of these things on Amazon. Amazon has everything. If you just Google it, you will find it. Um, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and close this poll question and share it with you guys. So have you used videos for your business? 22% no, and I don't plan on it. 58% no, and I plan on doing some. That's great. 13% have done one or a few, so that's good there. So we got roughly, let's say, 60, 70, close to 70, 75% um, that are going to be doing some videos, and I highly encourage it. In that social media revolution um, video that I'd encourage you to watch if you haven't seen it yet, the link is on the slide um, early on, one of the things it, sh it says to you, I think it was like 75% of the content online is going to be video by 2020. That's next year. And you saw all those statistics that I shared with you at the beginning. Video is where it's at. People don't want to read a blog post anymore or a newsletter. They would rather watch short videos of what they're interested in. So I do encourage you to get into some of these videos. Um, I, I think that's great. Um, somebody says, how are we talking back and back without any reverb? I don't see any headphones for you, Michelle. I have headphones on. Um, let me go ahead and turn my webcam back on, even though it's really bright. You guys can see. I have headphones on. See, it's just my hair. I have more hair than Dan. <laughs> so, my hair is hiding mine, um, but I do have them on. So I do. Oh, I have to close the poll. Thank you guys for keeping me on it. So, yes, see my headphones here? It's a little tiny one. I don't like the big Mickey Mouse ears one. So I know, you know, Hector wears those. I don't like the big Mickey Mouse ears. I look for one that's a slimmer profile so my hair can hide it. So somebody says you're not seeing me. You should be seeing me. Um, anyway. That's just me. <laughs> oh, okay. That's all right. <laughs> my webcam's being funky today. But I do have headphones on. So now let me go back into this Camtasia. And uh, the Camtasia editor here. So you guys should be seeing this again. Let me, oh, now somebody says my webcam is back. And now I turned it off again. <laughs> anyway, so in Camtasia, once you have it here and once you come in here and you say you want to produce this video, then what we want to do is um, we'll want to, let me go ahead and get rid of that, close it out. Um, we'll want to upload it onto YouTube. So let me pull up YouTube here on uh and I'll just have to pull this over to share it um, so you guys can see it. So let's go into YouTube and let's go to. Um, I think I think Camtasia. I, I think I think what happened with your with your uh, webcam, Michelle, is that uh, Camtasia probably overtook the the, the right. webcam because you were showing yep. the demo. Now now go to me yep. and can't she can't see it. So the, you're, you're just going to exactly have to deal with right. me for the rest of the show. <laughs> All right, so here's YouTube. So you do want to create a YouTube channel. All right, so that's one of the things you want to do. And so you want to think about channel keywords. So when you create a new channel in YouTube, you'll want to focus on some channel keywords. And um, you'll want to think about, you know, what are, what are your channel keywords? What is it that you're going to focus on? Um, like accounting, like QuickBooks. I always put in like QuickBooks, QuickBooks Online, QuickBooks Pro, or you might want to be putting in there tax, tax expert, tax planning. You know, what are your channel keywords going to be? When people are searching, what are the types of things they're going to search for? And this is where if you've focused some and if you do have a, a specialization 
in, in industry specialization or whatever, you know, you can use those keywords. You also want to maximize your video with your headline description, keywords and tags, and monetization options. And then, so I, what I wanted to do is go ahead and pop back into YouTube and show you some of these things. So when you come in here, and let me just open one of these videos, and let's pause because I hate to hear myself. Um, if I want to come in here and, oops, I went to the wrong place. I need to go into, um, and I'll just do a new video. That's fine. I would have needed to edit that. So when, I, when you get ready to upload a video, you can click on the little video icon. And up here, you drag and drop whichever file you want to upload. So let's see if I can actually find a video out here. I should have some. And the questions box is in the way. Da, da, da. Oh, just forget that. Let me go back. Dan, help me remember, how do I get into my video manager? They keep changing YouTube, uh, to be, moving everything around. Yeah, I think it's in the, the upper right there once you're, once you're in there. YouTube apps. Here's you video. can click on your... Da, da, da. I, I don't know what happened to it. It was the video manager where you can go in and edit these videos and things like that. Let me pull this one up and see if I can figure it out. Because um, I wanted to show you the keywords and things like that. Or, Dan, if you can get it up. Let's see. Edit. Duh. Oh, my God. I need sidebar and then I found edit video. <laughs> I need more sleep, I tell you. Like, Dan, I, I think he mentioned earlier, I have been on the road a lot because of scaling new heights and going to Boise and going to Long Island and I, I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> so in your video title, put keywords in there. Like, you know, I usually try to use, if it's about QuickBooks, I usually try to use QuickBooks or QuickBooks Online, or I'll try to put QuickBooks and the acronym QBO, depending on what people are searching for. So have a good catchy title, try to use some keywords in there. Then in the description, also use keywords what people might be searching for, what your video is about, and what they might type in when they're searching to help them find your video. Then you can pick a thumbnail. So, you know, like, I don't think upcoming events is a good th thumbnail, so I can change it. I also don't want a poll question as my thumbnail. This is what do they see when it comes up and they're, like, browsing through YouTube or whatever. You can also put a custom thumbnail in there. Some people might have their company logo or something from their brand and, and their image. They may use that on all their videos so people, when they see it, they instantly know, oh, that's Dan from Dan with. I want to watch one of his videos. So some people use a custom uh, thumbnail. Then down here is where you want to put tags, again, to help people find these things. So, you know, I put as many different t tags out there as I can think of. So for this video, we were talking about being an in invaluable and irreplaceable pro advisor. You can see I have like CPA, I have bookkeeper, I have accountant, pro advisor. I have then industry changes, consulting services, advisory services. You know, I probably, you know, use too many there, but I figure using more is better than not enough. Then under your advanced tab, this is, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, somebody was asking a question about with the tags on the on the on the YouTube. Uh, can you know into it's very particular about what you put on your website or you know those types of things with regarding branding of Intuit or QuickBooks. Uh, what, how does YouTube play into that? I have always tagged Intuit, and I've never had any problems. I mean, that's kind of a keyword, especially if you're doing QuickBooks videos. I've never heard about Intuit coming after any of us for that. One time I did get myself in a little tricky situation was I had done um, some QuickBooks videos, and it, I don't remember if it was for them or if it was a QB Power Hour. Anyway, they were like, Michelle, how come Zero is advertising in your QuickBooks video? <laughs> Because when you monetize things, and let me just go back into that, you have options for monetizing. Um, when you're monetizing things, um, you can't choose who's going to advertise. All right, so you can't choose who's advertising on your videos, but they'll buy the keywords. So they'll buy the keyword into it and advertise on their competitors' videos. So um, you know that's something just to keep in mind. 
is, you know, you want to be careful what you're doing out there. And that's where when it comes to monetization, you know, you can choose those ads and you can choose whether you want it to be um, uh, skippable ads or non-skippable ads. You know, so if you want to monetize it, that's great, but I always allow it to be skippable. Because I, if people don't want to watch the ad, you know how it says skip ad in four, three, two, one. I let them skip it because I don't want to lose their attention. And remember what we said about our attention spans, less than a goldfish. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Then once you've created your video, you want to promote it and share it. You want to use it in a blog post where you might, again, use keywords and then insert your video in that blog post because that's getting videos on your website. And it also, the, the, that will direct them to the YouTube video um, if they want to do that as well. You could use them in emails to clients and others. Remember, if you're going to email these things out, you might consider uh, using that smart player when you produce the video, include the smart player. You can answer questions like the QuickBooks Community Forum, Facebook, LinkedIn groups, you know, things like that. If you see the same question over and over again, create a quick video. That's what I did on how to fix undeposited funds. And that got that's how I got on page one of the Google search results was a lot of links coming in from QuickBooks Forum. And that also, you know, that video has over 150,000 views and it's a QuickBooks video. There's not a single dog or cat in it. <laughs> but a lot of people are watching QuickBooks videos because they need help. Um, so you do want to share it. And on social media, we have several tools out there. Uh, Dan and I talked about this in the previous QB Power Hour on um, I forget the name of it, but it was something about your brand and social media. Um, so I went yeah. through and demoed this in an earlier webinar. So I'd encourage you to go back to um, the QB Power Hour. Go back to um, Michelle Long CPA on YouTube, and you can find it. Okay, so I've got slides, back in, back slides in, in here. Yeah, back in April. I got slides in here so you can see it and take a look at it, but go back and watch that video. Dan, you've got a lot of video expertise. What would you add in addition to some of what we already covered for people who are getting started and wanting to do this? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 pick a tool and, and just, just start using it and then, and then it, uh, broaden out from there. Um, you know, as far as, as, uh, you know, like like you were saying, you don't like the sound of your own voice. You know, especially if, if with a webcam, people don't like the way they look. You're getting the right uh, the right look and feel. Uh, but there are so many things out there that that you can use to enhance that. Uh, you know, those videos. The 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 biggest part is just getting started and just starting to do something. Um, whatever that happens to be, you know, the, when you were showing the, the Camtasia, the, there's so many different things that you can do in Camtasia, you know, adding titles, you, you can add different layers, um, you know, so just, but starting the content, you know, and getting the content started is, is the, the, the main thing to be able to get, get things going there. You know, all the things that you're saying about, you know, attention spans and, and, uh, how video is is going to help with that uh, is is all about you know keeping people uh, engaged into into your your brand and your content um, and then there are so many different ways that you can then use that you know video itself you know has audio it has something to see it's moving um, you know you can then take that that video and make a podcast out of it. You can then take that video and put it on a blog post. And I think you're going to get to that, um, you know, in, in the future slides. But, you know, there's so many things that you can do with video. Once you've created the video, uh, the main thing is just getting started and putting your putting your foot down and doing something. <laughs> yes, and that's the key is just getting started. And I just want to demo how these videos can help you. I told you this, but I want to show you this. So fix undeposited funds. If you Google that, you know, somebody passed me on the top here because mine's old. <laughs> but if you scroll down, this one right here, my video is in the, like it's the second one on here. Here's Seth's video right after me, Nerd Enterprises. Um, so, and then you can see here's uh, the next one too, the five minute bookkeeper. I think that's Veronica or something. But then also, mm -hmm. you'll see lots of links from the QuickBooks Intuit Forum. Those are from the QuickBooks Intu uh, Community Forum. But then here's mine. If 
from Long for Success on how to clean up and fix that. So what I did in that blog post was I tried using all the keywords that people would be searching for in the first paragraph or so of the blog post. So like up here, I tried to say what are people going to type in? You know, do you have a growing balance in undeposited funds? Do you have lots of payments in undeposited funds? Have you tried to fix it with the journal entry? And that doesn't work. Um, you know, so, and then I say, you know, here's a quick video. So this video is, you know, now on my website, which helps, but it also goes to YouTube and links back there. So you don't write all the details about how to fix it. You direct them to your YouTube. So, and then you can promote the video, you can promote your blog post um, and all that. But I like to tie the two together. And again, this video, if you go out here on YouTube, it's got over 150,000 webinar or 150,000. And that's not really a lot because that was like six years ago. So, but still, it can show you people are watching QuickBooks videos. It is worth your time. A lot of times I have gotten people who say, I watched your video and it didn't work for me because X, Y, Z, can you help me? Then I help them one time and then before you know it, they're an ongoing client. So it can and does help you get new clients. So go through and promote those things. We talked about some of that there. I am going to launch our past poll question just because I always like to know, did you learn something new today? So hopefully you did learn something new today. We'd like to have you keep joining us on QB Power Hours. Uh, Dan and I talked to lots of um, vendors that have third-party apps that are excited to help you all advance your skills, learning more about apps and things like that. You might type in the um, questions box. Which ones are you most interested in? That might help us in scheduling these things. So we're going to be scheduling out sponsors from third-party apps that we think will help you all in your practices, as well as continuing with Dan's niche nuances um, and talking about a variety of niches from you know, cars um, and the auto industry and lawyers and a variety of different industries um, to help you all with that as well. So our next one will be July 11th. We don't have a topic yet, but we will soon. Um, Dan may be doing that one by himself because I will be traveling and training for Intuit. Um, as a reminder, Hector has his advanced webinars the third Thursday of every month. As a reminder, the QuickBooks VCon is, uh, I think they're having the June one today or what, yesterday. Um, but that's going on like every month, and there's live events that are going. We've got one more week in July, and then we'll take a little time off until the fall, but you might want to check that out. And as always, QuickBooks Connect, the early bird pricing ends today. So I encourage you to do that um, on the early bird pricing. Um, so go ahead. If you're interested in QuickBooks Connect, do that. We'd love to see you there. It is an amazing conference. Also, if you want to do QuickBooks Connect in San Jose, Southwest Airlines has uh, flights pretty cheap for uh, the fall, so you might want to check that out. Southwest flies into San Jose as well as San Francisco, so both are very close, so you might want to check into that. Um, Dan, I think it was awesome. Thank you for joining in. Uh, sorry we had the little technical issues in the morning or at the beginning of the, the webinar, um, but uh, thank you for taking some time out from your vacation. Happy anniversary. <laughs> I actually am celebrating our, I hate to say it, I'm not going to say it because it makes me feel too old, <laughs> but we're way beyond your years, let's put it that, <laughs> our anniversary is tomorrow. So happy anniversary to oh, you. Oh, happy anniversary to you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thank uh, you all. For it's great. I'm glad everything could work out where as far as, uh, you know, I, I wasn't sure what the Wi-Fi situation was going to be here at the hotel. I mean, I am in a another country you never know what's going to happen uh, but technology is, is so great and and the way that we could just roll with it you know that speaks to what what we were just talking about with just getting your feet wet and doing jumping in and doing something you know you had technical issues you threw the ball to me i was able to to pick up it it's not it's not pretty all the time but uh, but it's but it's uh, it's just doing something and getting getting the ball rolling Yes, and, and speaking of, and this is just one more tip because we still have a lot of you on the line. One more tip is like, you know, Dan was talking about Internet and how you have to keep the ball rolling. I actually had a brownout one time where the power went off and right back on. Well, when it does that, the router has to reboot. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Well, I was still connected via voice. And so what I did was I had the other person, I was doing it for CPA Academy, they kept advancing for the slides for me while I turned on my hotspot on my phone 
so you've got backup internet. So, you know, sometimes you might have a tiny delay, but you need to have backup plans. What are you going to do when something goes wrong? And just, you know, like Dan said, it may not be pretty, but you got to keep going forward to, to benefit the people who are there joining you and maximize their time. So, um, we can make it through adversity. You guys can do it too. <laughs> so the key, like Dan said, is just get started. So hopefully this today will help you guys get started. And um, we can do more on these if you guys would like. We are open to your feedback. So let us know um, what it is that you need, okay? All right. Dan, thank you very much for joining us. Go enjoy your vacation. And thank you, everybody. Have a good day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.